Oh yeah, we we got butter cookies. We got the the homemade butter cookies from Burger Belly, which yeah, almost famous. That's your reward. If you, if you can clean your plate, Lauren, you get the butter cookies. <laughs> yeah. Hold out your hand. Yes. Feel how dense this is. Oh. It's like a dwarf star cradled That's, in your hands. Dude, I can get a workout right now. I know. Just That's what I'm curl. telling myself. This is my exercise. <laughs> it's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. Car. <laughs> yeah, it's rigged up with cameras, which is a totally natural <laughs> thing for, for a Mazda 3. Uh, do you have a drink in here somewhere? Yeah. Water? Yes. All right, so what I should explain what we're doing here. Okay. Uh, for this episode of Car Con Carne, we're actually rehearsing for a television pilot. Mm-hmm. Lauren O'Neill, midday host on 101 WKQX, is sitting in the front seat with me. Uh, thank you for hanging out. We're at Burger Belly in Portage Park. I mean, thanks for having me. Amazing burgers. They grind their own meat and mix it with pork. Uh, they bake their own bread. And you came along for this experiment I'm doing here. Yep. So explain what you see in front of you. I see, I'm going to have to use a technical term here, light thingies. But there's a lot of things suctioned to your windshield. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of things are blinking. There's. They're obscuring the dashboard Jesus that normally sits there. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope he's still blessing us right now. He is. Well, he is <laughs> blessing us because we're at Burger Belly on Irving Park Road. So, yeah, so what, what's happening here is this is a pilot for WCIU. Uh, rehearsal for a pilot. I think you're awesome. We've never had hang time together. We haven't, and I can't believe that. I know. So, I figured we'd eat some food. And really, Lauren, I want to talk about you. Okay. All right. All right. So what did you get? You ordered... I got the old... Old-time religion, right? Yes. All right. This looks with, like you. Portobello. With a mushroom. You went vegetarian. I went shroom. Yeah. So that means your burger is about 5,000 less calories than mine. <laughs> Maybe. But I, also means I didn't get the pork belly mixed in, which might have been a big mistake. I got but the House thing, of the Rising Sun, which has a fried egg on it. Yeah. Which you can never go wrong with an egg on well, a burger. Well, I think... If you're going to eat something in a car, especially with cameras on, something with fried egg is the way to go. Smart. Wait, you brought the napkins? I did. There are literally like six napkins here. <laughs> but how, look how little they are. How, how dainty of an eater do you think I am? I need like a roll of, of bounty paper towels. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say that six is too many. These are these are adorable little I, napkins. I went, this burger is ginormous. Yeah, All right, really so good. It some background. so good. Some background. I, I do need a beverage here. <clears throat> you came to us... Us being Chicago. Yep. Go ahead and eat as we talk. Yeah? Yeah, why not? <laughs> you came to us from Florida. I did. From Tampa. I'm going to put the cookies up here. Very important. Oh, yeah. We, we got butter cookies. We got the, the homemade butter cookies from Burger Belly. which They're almost famous. That's your reward. If you, if you can clean your plate, Lauren, you get the butter cookies. Yeah. If you don't end up with egg on your face, James, you the get Friday. the butter cookies. I want, here, hang on. Hold out your hand. Yes. Feel how dense this is. Oh. It's like a dwarf star cradled That's, in your hands. Dude, I can get a workout right now. I know. Just That's what I'm curl. telling myself. This is my exercise. <laughs> um, so you came to us from Florida. You yes. were in radio. Mm-hmm. There. Were you one of those people who just knew from a young age that that was what you wanted to do? Or did no. you want to be a veterinarian? Did you want to yeah. be... I wanted to do everything else, actually. I never ate seafood growing up because I wanted to be a marine biologist. And living in Florida, that's... Right. Kind of well, besides... I saw a dolphin's tail. 
<laughs> yeah. I was from Florida. Um, so yeah. how, did you, how did you end up as a broadcaster? So I was going to school at the University of Florida, and I was a public relations major, and I, I was a dance minor, and figured... I think most people who study dance like to eat burgers like what we're about to have. They're, they go together. Uh-huh. Um, so I was bartending at the Purple Porpoise. <laughs> and Which sounds like a 70s nightclub. And it, it, it is. Okay, fair it, enough. It was. R.I.P. Um, but there was a concert series that they would have once a week hosted by the radio station, which was... Not a college station. It was affiliated with the college because it was on the campus, but it was actually an independent, out of the state of Florida, 100,000 watt tower rock station. Got it. So I would always work these nights and I loved it. I loved being around the music. I loved being around the people. And I think I kind of threatened the promotions director to hire me. How does that um, work? Yeah. You're kind of a tiny person. <laughs> I can be pretty threatening. Okay. Especially when I'm hungry. You get hungry? Yeah. Show a little edge? A little bit. Uh-huh. Um, so he took a chance on me. I started as an you know, unpaid intern. Right. And I worked my way through the ranks, and I was there for four and a half years. And by the end of it, I had my own local show. So you did, okay, so you did the local music show yeah. where you were. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, no disrespect to the midday, midday keg you do at KQX, but that's always been my favorite thing on the radio. Because you have absolute control. Mm-hmm. You're listening to music. You're inundated with stuff. You're the go-to. Yeah. It's a really exciting thing. Did, did you love it? I absolutely loved it. Um, and the one thing, it was a good and a bad thing, that once you graduate, you can't work at the station anymore if you're not a student. Right. <clears throat> so I... So you intentionally failed your classes. It was like, I'm never... Your parents were so proud. ...going to graduate. And they were like, we understand. <laughs> um, we support you, honey. Yeah. Whatever you want. So I just, I wanted to parlay. I really had built something there. And the local music scene in Gainesville is and was and is incredible. Mm -hmm. Amazing bands. I'm trying to think of of Gainesville bands. Is that Less Than Jake? Less Than Jake. Against Me, originally. Um, At the time, bands like Revival. Mm -hmm. um, Just this, there's this incredible punk and ska scene. Mm -hmm. um, And just, I mean... It, the scene supported itself, mm-hmm. which is, I find that hard to come by since leaving Gainesville. Right. And I was spoiled being there because bands who would play shows would support the other bands. They would support each other. I mean, everybody was out at shows. Doesn't matter what else was going on. You're, so you're talking about a true sense of community. Yeah. yeah. So then when I left Gainesville and I ended up. Uh, landing a job in Tampa, I was very surprised that the scene was so different. Sure. And so, I mean, obviously much more spread out, but bands weren't supporting each other. And it really, I was pushing so hard to have the opportunity to do a local show on the radio station. And after a while, it was like, I don't know why I'm fighting for this because these bands don't even right. care to support each other. So uh, it was sad. If I didn't know better, I would think you're the only person who works at 101 WKQX. Every time I turn it on, whether it's a promo, commercial, whatever, it's your voice. <laughs> if I didn't know better, if I hadn't listened at other times of the day, if I hadn't walked through the halls, I would think you're the only person who works there. Mm. You're everywhere. 
I don't mean to be. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's not a condemnation. It's just an observation. <laughs> Too much, Lauren. All right. Before we get there, we should um, eat, try, at least try the food. Yeah. I, can I have a bite of this? Yeah, because we're here at right. lunchtime. Uh, and this, look at this. There's, Come on. This is ridiculous. Look at this thing. I'm glad we've already passed the threshold of meeting each other for the first time. <laughs> now because, we can just get dirty. Yeah, this is, there is nothing about this that's going to be easy. Look if at this. This is going to end up in my hair. Yes, it will. <laughs> I I need one of those snake jaws that just collapses mm-hmm. and opens wide because there's no other way to fit this in my mouth. Oh, you know what's really fun? You're going to learn something about me too right now. You can do that? Watch. Dear Lord. Mm-mm. What I just witnessed was superhuman. <laughs> My God, I, I can't even compete at that level of mouth opening. Mm-hmm. I, I'm oddly titillated too. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh my God! There's oh my so gosh. much going on. There's so much flavor here. Like I said, they make their own bread, and you can taste you it. Can it's tell, delicious. Yeah. The texture is great. Mm-hmm. So I've got goat cheese and a truffle aioli. Oh, yeah. Everything's just kind of melding together. I'm being very careful with my napkin. I I don't want to tear through it. I'm trying to be very sparing with how often I go to the napkin. I really should grab more. You're smart. You're doing some finger licking, (laughs) which is a good strategy in in light of lack of napkins. You washed your hands, right? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, But Burger Belly nails it. They've got pork mixed in here. I've got Bloody Mary sauce on my burger. This is this is a substantial, delicious burger. All right. I, I, just, I had to get some food in my stomach. Mm-hmm. All right. So you came to Chicago four years ago. And I'm asking you this as you have food in your mouth mm-hmm. because watch, <laughs> watch what happens. We asked Lauren O'Neill to take a giant bite of food and then talk about her career. The good luck for me. Mm-hmm. So explain what happened. You, you got a call. What happened? Well, I was laid off in Florida. And... That was a pretty emotional time for me, which caused me to do some soul-searching and contemplated getting out of this industry altogether. Mm -hmm. I've been there. Yeah. I've had those moments. Um, I had been at this station for seven years. It was my hometown. I had landed my dream job out of college, and... Uh, the company had gone through some ebbs and flows, and mm-hmm. I had always stuck in there and just knew that on the other end of it, it would be worth it. And then, yeah. So, um, I just took some time to uh, contemplate other things. I thought about opening a restaurant. Really? <laughs> I wouldn't say exactly a restaurant, a little pizza joint in downtown St. Pete that would have organic pizza. And as it grew, get a bigger spot, get some music in there, and just kind mm-hmm. of, that's, I think, ultimately something I would love to have. A restaurant, maybe, you know, like Burger Belly with music and integrate the venue restaurant thing. Um, but can, can I be front of house? Can I, like, host, absolutely. host cashier? You can interview everyone as they come in. I love it. <laughs> we'll make Welcome to Lauren's the Pizza. customer, mm-hmm. you're the rock star. That's right. There you go. Um, so I, a former boss of mine heard and said, listen, you know, take the time that you need, but don't stand by too long because I have a list of people that are expecting to hear from you. So 
that former boss is like a guardian angel. I yeah, mean, you realize that's a rarity. He's always been really great. Right. So one of the people on the list was Jim Richards here in, uh, actually based out of the Merchandise Mart. And mm-hmm. at the time, it was to launch Q877. Excuse me. <clears throat> so Which was the alternative station on 87.7, yes. which had formerly been Smooth Jazz. Yes. It gets a little confusing. It's a little. The history there but is that's very... just radio in general. The whole yeah. industry is this weird... Well, uh, well, the evolution of alternative music on the FM dial in Chicago is bonkers. Yeah. That, that's and people an are very passionate here, which yeah. I love. This I love about this city. Um, but he brought me up here at the end of June when it was the most beautiful weather I'd ever yeah. seen. Everybody was outside. That's how they get you. That's how yeah. they do it. <laughs> no, come to the lakefront. I know. Have you and seen then, the bean? Oh, there's Grand, there's Millennium Park. There's Michigan Grand Avenue. Yeah. Yeah, sign me up. Do Let's you like do shoes? This. Here's Michigan yeah. Avenue. Let's go for a walk. Right. Just make sure you have a jacket. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a fun realization that Florida winter clothes are not real winter clothes. No. No, they're not. Immediately aware, once the wind hits you, of how many pieces of oh, yeah. your skin is showing. So... So I, I have to say, I mean, you are one of my favorite air personalities in Chicago. You have a wonderful way of communicating. Have you taken to Chicago? I mean, like with all that Florida behind you, are you comfortable saying, "Yeah, I've dropped anchor in Chicago. This is where I want to be." Yes, <laughs> but I like the analogy of the anchor because that means I'm in a boat, and that also means that I can I can boat around. So one of the things I like about you, you're a music fan. Yes. Yeah, I was Very having this conversation with someone recently. When I got into radio, I got into it because I love music. It, here's a way for me to talk about music, play music, okay. awesome, and, and get paid for it. What surprised me when I started in radio is so many people who were working in radio, they were just there to talk. I mean, that was their thing. Like, I want to be a, a celebrity. I want to be a disc jockey. The music couldn't have made less of a difference. Yeah. If they were playing you know, Iggy Azalea or Pantera... Didn't matter, just, as long as they were be able, in a position where they could be in the spotlight. Yeah, I've never been that kind of person. I, I've been very—I don't know if it's made me very narrow-sighted, no. but I've only been able to consider any jobs in in a rock format. I could do any rock format, but um, so this was my first dip into the alternative pool. All right, so, so you're a metal person. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, all right, you're at home, or you're driving, what are you listening to? Like, what's that band that just takes you right there? Oh, there's, just, there's a lot. Um, I also am not just a metalhead. I, well, no I one really, is just yeah, one thing. I really have a diverse um, palette for my ears. Is that... <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think it's true. I mean, well, you and I both work at WKQX. I work on the fringes on, on Sunday nights, but, I mean, that is one general type of music, but... I don't have any expectation that is all listeners listen to. Mm-hmm. I know, I mean, I know if I, if I were to look at your phone or if we looked at my phone, you'd see an almost insane mm-hmm. genre-spanning list of artists yeah. and songs. And I think that's perfectly normal. I would have to say that my go-tos usually consist, like what really does it for me is Lamb of God, Queens of the Stone Age, mm-hmm. Pantera, um... Gosh, I just it, I have to put myself in a mood first and then think, what do I go for? Um, it What's really... the best concert you've ever seen? Oh, I can't answer that. Sure you can. Okay. The most impactful concert that I've ever been a part of was our first 
night we stole Christmas here because it was Q87.7. We were facing so many challenges just being on that frequency because people's cars, radios didn't go down that low. We couldn't tell if anyone heard us, knew we existed. The way I described it back then, have you ever seen the movie Being John Malkovich where the elevator stops on like the 13 and a half floor? That's the way I felt 87.7 was on the, on the <laughs> dial. Like, some people can figure out how to get there, but not everybody. Yeah, and, then, and we kind of used that. We did guerrilla marketing. I mean, it was... I remember seeing that the station did that and, and booked that show. I thought, wow. Like, I was, you know, looking at it from the outside. I can't believe they actually pulled that off. Yeah. And it was a sold-out show at the Aragon, which was my probably my first time at the venue. And there's nothing like that in Florida. There's nothing sure. like a lot... Of Chicago mm-hmm. down south, I should say. But um, you ever seen a real just... gator? Yeah, of course. Cool. Of course, I've eaten real gator. Have you really? <laughs> yeah. Was it tasty? Like? You haven't. It's like chicken, kind of. It's like chewy chicken. Nope. All right. <laughs> you have sorry. To get, so the... <laughs> you have to get gator tail dusted with like a Cajun. That's how you do it, and then you dip it. All right. So your first time at the Oregon. Nothing like it in. In the South. Yeah, and just a completely full room. The energy in there, I'll never forget just the feeling, the hair standing up on my arms. Um, actually, uh, Amber Lynn played that show. Oh, and you're wearing the shirt. Wearing the shirt. And in between the bands, we played a feed of the station, and everyone was singing. Love it. And so you, that knew, is you knew you were doing something right. You knew that, okay, it we're was, on to something. Yeah, this it was is... like that. I'm in the right place. Mm-hmm. I, and I needed that after I bet. kind of losing after... my job and coming here. And, it, you know, it's hey, pretty listen, intimidating. Moving, moving for work is a crapshoot. Yeah. yeah. And there's some risk. There's some concern like, oh, man, I hope I made the right choice. <laughs> so I'll ask you the same question I've asked other radio people who, who sat in this seat. There's been other people in this seat before me? You're not my first. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> So, where does radio go five years from now? What, what's radio look like? Does I mean, it look I like this, it, sitting in a car? Uh, <laughs> I don't... It could? Yeah, yeah sure, why not? I think it, it will always be terrestrial. It will always be on a radio, no matter what. I think radio is the one format that you can rely on, that, I don't know, kind of transcends all these maybe other apps and technologies that can be fleeting um so i think it will always be there however i think that it has evolved and that it will continue to evolve Mm -hmm. and the ones that are going to be successful are the ones that embrace the evolution and try to keep you know you're not just doing a radio show anymore i don't go in and just do my show i go in we've got you know, we're making... You're podcasting, you're videoing, you're all over social media. Everything. And then social media is just never ending. It's, I mean, it's not just mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's Snapchat, and it's just, there's always something new. <laughs> so. Sure. Your phone's always blowing up. Yeah, well, I turn my notifications off. <laughs> smart, smart. All right, so, Burger Belly, success? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, this really could be broken into two meals. This, this can be a two-parter. It probably will be. Yeah. Sadly... I don't know if that makes me... I feel defeated right now. Don't but we defeated. also have cookies. Butter cookies. You have to save yeah. them for butter. That's your reward. Okay, I'm going to... We need to get there. Get All right, Lauren O'Neill, uh, we can hear you middays mm-hmm. on w, 101 WKQX. Um, you're a delight. Thank you for <laughs> hanging out and giving this a shot and sitting in this very weirdly 
arranged car with cameras poking around. Thanks for having me. Truly a pleasure.